Hi everyone, and welcome to the Lund University International Podcast. On the show, we aim to give you a taste of what international student life at Lund is like, as we speak to current students, alumni, teachers, and many more special guests. My name is Audrey Savage, and I'm an International Communications Officer here at the International Marketing and Recruitment Office. In today's episode, we're going to focus on an audio tour of Lund, so you're going to be able to come along with us virtually and learn about our main Lund University campus located here in Lund, Sweden. Today in the studio, we have a current student with us, Marie Morales. Marie, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. My name is Marie Morales. I'm from the Mathematics Bachelor Program. I come from Costa Rica, and I am also one of the tour guides here at Lund Campus. Exactly. Great. So what a better person to take us on our journey as we take our way around campus today and learn a little bit about what makes Lund Campus so special. So to start off, uh, Marie, can you tell us anything about how old Lund University Campus is? When was it founded? Yes, Lund University was founded in 1666, so we are over 350 years old right wow. now. Yeah. Oh, there's your mathematics degree coming into good use. <laughs> yeah. um, and, but we have two other campuses as well, right? Yes, we have one campus in Malmö and another one in Helsingborg, both very close from our Lund campus. Exactly, and I think our listeners will be able to uh, listen to other episodes coming up about each of the other campuses, so you can stay tuned for that if you want to learn a little bit about some of the other campuses that we have around. Uh, but bringing us back to Lund, uh, how about we start with our oldest building on campus? Yes, uh, the oldest building in campus is the King's House. It was built in 1584, which makes it even older than our university. Uh, this building was the house of the King Frederick II of Denmark. And you may ask yourself, Audrey, why was the King of Denmark having a house here in the south of Sweden? And this is because for the longest time, this uh, part in the south was part of Denmark. Oh, wow. So that that explains a lot about the accent and everything being quite similar to Danish here in Skåne. That makes sense. Yes, and this building was kindly donated to Lund, uh, and this became the first university building that we ever had here in campus. Ah, okay. Well, that's if you don't count right next door, our beautiful cathedral in Lund, right? Exactly. A uh, very beautiful, very old, medieval-looking cathedral. Uh, it is one of the most iconic buildings that we have here in the south of Sweden, built in 1145, so I like to say that it's a thousand years old. Wow. Do we have any particular uh, traditions or things connected to the cathedral? Yes, and people find this very interesting, actually. Uh, I realized this when I was being trained to become a tour guide. Uh, but when you get your schedule here as a student, you realize that all your classes start a quarter past the hour. And I always thought that that was so convenient because sometimes you need those 15 minutes uh, to get to class. Uh, but then I realized that this was a tradition that was built around the cathedral. And here you see the connection and how both the city of Lund evolves with the Lund campus. Um, so back in the day when students didn't have clocks at their houses or in their smartphones, uh, they knew that uh, Whenever the cathedral bell rang, they had 15 minutes to get to class. And this is a tradition that we keep today. So if you're a student here, you see that your classes are 8.15, 10.15, 1.15. And again, super convenient. Yeah, that makes an amazing little extra time to, if you're running late, get to class or grab a coffee if you're already there on time. Exactly. Oh, wonderful. 
Well, right uh, next door in this kind of same area, we have a building that I think most of our listeners will recognize. If you've ever been to our website or seen any photos of Lund, you've probably seen this really big, beautiful white building, which is our main university building. What can you tell us about that, Ray? Well, this building is uh, very special to my heart. As, as you were saying, this is the first image that I ever saw of Lund University, exactly in one of our websites. Uh, it was uh, built in 1882. Uh, as you can see, it was quite a while after our first uh, building. Uh, it was designed by a very famous Swedish architect who also helped with the renovation of the cathedral and the Swedish parliament. Oh, cool. What is it used for today? Do you get to have classes there? No, we don't get to have classes there. It is mostly used for ceremonial activities or whenever the king of, of Sweden visits our campus. There you can find him sometimes. Oh, very cool. I'm still waiting to go and see the king when he visits one day, but he was here just a few months ago before we were recording this, so next time's <laughs> my chance. Great. Well, in that uh, same area where we're kind of staying here in the center of campus, uh, we have a few other really important vital buildings to our campus. Uh, what can you tell us about the AF building, which is directly across the street from the main university building? Well, the AF building, we like to say, is the hub of student life. Everything that you would experience as a student here is right there in that building that to me, it is the one that looks like a castle the most. It is, but on the inside, it's, it's so modern. It was renovated. Uh, but in this building, you find the student unions, the academic society, uh, a lot of things related to student nations, the student radio, and uh, the student's newspaper. So there's a lot of activities that you get to enjoy that are completely related to this magnificent building. Yeah, and it has a really great study space in, I think, as well. I'm always quite jealous that I was a student quite a long time ago at Lund, and the renovation wasn't done before then, but now there's a really amazing little study area in there as well. Yes, I have studied there, and it's very spacious, and there's a place where you can warm up your lunch, so it's very convenient. There's also an LU shop in there in case you want to get some souvenirs. Ah, oh, fantastic. Yeah. You have to grab a t-shirt if you're around. Yes. Great. Well, so we're still staying here right in kind of the very center and the most southern part of our campus, which, as you can kind of tell, has quite a lot of our really historic and main buildings. Uh, but now I'd love for us to kind of take a little virtual walk through campus. So for those of you at home, I know you can't visualize uh, where we are and, and where campus is, but you can kind of imagine campus as a big C shape. So we're going to essentially take you on a journey through all of our faculties as if we were to walk directly through campus uh, in that direction. So first off, if we're here kind of at the beginning, southernmost point of campus, what is the closest faculty uh, to our area, to the center? The law faculty is the closest to the center of the city. Okay, lucky law students. What can you tell us about law? Well, it is a very special law school. It has a library with a collection of Swedish and foreign literature in the Nordic countries with over 5,000 meters of bookshelves. Oh, wow. So the largest collection, that is. Yes, that yeah. is the largest collection in the Nordic countries. And then also right next door, of course, so there's the Raoul Wallenberg Institute for Human Rights. So I know quite a lot of law students really get a lot of use of having uh, that location directly next door. So that's wonderful. Well, if we journey on up, of course, you're very lucky if you're a law student. You don't have to go far. You're right there in the center, but not too far away. Let's say we're clump clumping the 200 meters north. Uh, we would come to the social science area of campus. So what can you tell us about social science, Ray? 
the building of uh, social sciences, if you see it on the outside, it really does look like an old hospital, and that's its name. It was completed in 1867, and on this building you will be able to find the offices of the departments of social sciences, and is really one of my favorite looking buildings whenever you pass through that place. Uh, but definitely you see how many students walk through this area. It is a very, very like heavy traffic of bikes and students uh, go into that area, of course. Uh, the social sciences have many departments, so you you would know where the social sciences are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love walking through in the springtime because it's also completely filled with uh, Japanese cherry blossom trees. Uh, and so it's an absolutely gorgeous part of campus in the spring. Even if you don't study at social science, you see a lot of people taking Instagram pictures that time of year, for yeah. sure. And the Student Health Center is also right around the corner there. So there's always someone available if you need health advice or they do a lot of really great workshops for students and things, I believe, as well, for if you're having procrastination issues or really anything that you'd like to get advice on health-wise. Oh my gosh, we're coming up now to another of the really iconic buildings of campus. So the other building that you maybe would recognize sitting at home, you've seen pictures, is our beautiful Maine University Library. Really big Hogwarts looking building with lots of ivy and things coming down, bright orange in the autumn, bright green in the spring. So again, if you've been on our website anywhere, this building you've definitely seen a picture of. So uh, what's up with our library, Marie? Yes. Uh... This library is over 100 years old. It was built in 1907, and this is one of our 26 libraries on campus. It is a very special library because it has the responsibility for the historical collections and the very special collection of all Swedish printed material. So we have these archive for the documents printed in, Swe in Swedish here at Lund campus, and the other collection is on the library in Stockholm. So as you can see, we are very important for Sweden as well. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Every copy of every single thing printed in Swedish? Correct. Wow. <laughs> that is very special. Yes. Ah, fantastic. Great. Well, of course, you always have a beautiful location there to study in the library, the main library, but those other 26 libraries, can you study in those as well? Or do you need to be a student in those locations? You will be able to find a library for each faculty and almost each department. For example, I have my own library in the mathematics building and there I can go study. And of course, the librarians there are always so helpful. They know exactly the material that you need, either for the thesis that you're writing or for each, each course that you're taking. They know exactly what you need. So if you're a student here, I highly encourage you that, to use them because they have so much knowledge that will be helpful for you along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And then with 26 options, you're bound to find one that becomes your favorite. So then you're <laughs> going to always find a great spot in one of the many libraries. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Which takes me to the fact that you can enter any building and you can study in any of these buildings. Uh, so this is a really nice experience. If you want to change a bit of the spaces you're in, you can try around all the different university buildings. Oh, what's your favorite to study in if you're not studying in the math building? Uh, my favorite one is the law faculty. Yes, when you go inside uh, the law building, you realize everything is so fancy in there, yes. And they have a really nice quiet area if you really need to focus. Oh, that makes sense. Again, law faculty students, really lucky <laughs> in your location and your library, it sounds like. Oh, that's great. Wonderful. Well, when we keep moving on through campus, 
We are going to move up now to the humanities, uh, just next to our main university library. Uh, so do you have any fun facts for us about the humanities area of campus? Yes, uh, we have looks and tall buildings, which are modern buildings, but with a twist of the older architecture that we have here at Lund, and it houses uh, the faculties of humanities. Uh, you will also be able to find the humanities lab that is located there and some very popular cafes and libraries. Very special for study group sessions. Oh, I know this was actually my faculty when I studied at Lund and the library and the cafe and looks in particular is always quite busy. A really popular place, I think, for people who both study there and also study other subjects, as we just mentioned. And not really technically part of our campus, but right next door to the humanities faculty, we have another building that I think a lot of students spend quite, maybe as much of their time there as they do at the library, depending on if you're a, a gym kind of person. But maybe you can tell us a bit about Yerdahallen. Yeah, Yerda Hallen is the largest sports center here at Lund, and they offer over 125 classes per week. So you can always find an activity to keep up with the good lifestyle that Sweden has to offer. Wow, absolutely. And it's so convenient that it's located right there in the middle of campus. Of course, again, I have to say Yerda Hallen is not... Uh, sponsoring us in any way or it's not part of the university but it is the most central gym of course there are a lot of other different gyms and sports centers all around the city that you can join most of them offer uh, student discounts so a lot of good options but especially if you're studying anywhere uh, near this area of campus it can be very convenient uh, to just pop right there after class but okay great well continuing on our little journey now through our faculties we're coming up towards the medicine faculty uh, so what can you tell us about medicine well, uh, one of the most special things about the medicine faculty here at Lund that is is back to back to the university's hospital, which is one of the largest hospitals here in the region of Skåne. One good thing that we see here is that you can see how the old medicine faculty buildings are incorporated with the very, very new Forum uh, Medicum, which is one of the newest buildings in campus, and it is the new house of the medicine faculty, and it was inaugurated in 2023. Yeah, absolutely. I can actually say, as of the date we're recording this, it just had its first day of classes yesterday. Uh, so very, very new, very exciting building to have for all of our medicine students. I can also add here perhaps that uh, if you are studying our master's in public health, uh, that campus is located in Malmö. So again, make sure you stay tuned to our Malmö episode when that comes out. Uh, but it also is right next door to the Malmö Regional Hospital. So very similar to our medicine faculty here in Lund uh, and makes it very convenient whether you're studying public health in Malmö or you're studying any of the other medicine building programs, excuse me, in Lund, you're going to be right there next to the hospital. That's great to point out. Wonderful. Well, we're coming up to your area of campus, Marie, finally stretching on to the sciences. So what fun facts do you have for us about the science faculty? Oh, yeah, my faculty, so many buildings and so many different things to talk about. Uh, the physics building, for example, is one of the largest, is really a huge building. If you are walking through it, you can see that it goes completely around the block. And as a fun fact, the research equipment in this building is actually more expensive than the physics building itself. Oh, of course, that'll be because of the nanocenter. The nanocenter working with such small particles, of course, they have a really state-of-the-art stabilization system to make sure that when cars or anything passes by, it doesn't shake the building so they can do their research. Oh, that's too really cool. Uh, and then, of course, across from the physics building, everyone would recognize the astronomy tower, right? Yes, the astronomy tower is actually an, an observatory, and it was converted from an old water tower. 
And right next to it, you find the house of the science faculty, which is also the astronomy building. Here, they have the telescopes and they do really, really cutting edge research when it comes to astrophysics and astronomy in general. Oh, nice. Great. Well, when you keep going around through the Faculty of Science, of course, we have to mention uh, biology as quite a lot of state-of-the-art greenhouses and labs and things to work on. And chemistry, I think, has a, a really cool fun fact as well. Yes. Uh, chemistry or Chemicentrum is the largest research and education center for chemistry in all Scandinavia. Wow. Yeah. Really cool. So, okay, chemistry listeners out there, you're coming up with the law faculty. A lot yeah. of cool things to think about there. Awesome. And, well, right in the middle, uh, as we kind of transition from uh, the sciences to engineering, we, of course, have the semi-new uh, tram that goes th right through our campus. What can you tell us about the Linda Lincoln or the Link Linky Lund tram? Yes. Um, well, Personally, I think this is the best way of traveling here in Lund. It is so fast and it takes you from the central station up to the research centers uh, in the most... Northern part of campus? Yes, oh. exactly. Um, it became operations in 2020 and it carries over 40,000 passengers per day. Wow. And those research centers you mentioned, of course, being Max 4... Uh, and ESS, which are two really, really fascinating locations, uh, as you said, right basically at the northernmost tip of Lund. So from end to end, it takes about 15 minutes to go from Central Station out there. And uh, what do they work on out at Max 4 and ESS? Yes, uh, these two places is mostly about particle physics research. Uh, the ESS will open in 2027, and we will have the world's most powerful neutron source and it will be a research facility used by 13 different countries. Wow. Yeah, and they chose Lund. Yeah, that says a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I think it kind of ties in there to what we just talked about with the physics building being so large. Physics research is really uh, such an important aspect to our campus, so it makes sense. Exactly. And we also have the Max 4th, which is the most powerful synchrotron radiation facility in the world, used to study materials at an atomic scale. Oh, a lot of cool research going on there in all kinds of areas, I think. Medicine, engineering, really everything you can imagine going out there. So a lot of cool things if you're interested in physics, especially, and some science research. Uh, and I can't believe I missed to ask you about, of course, uh, your building, the math building, uh, kind of on the, the edge there in between science and the Faculty of Engineering. So what do you like best about studying at the math building? Yes, the math building being there is very convenient because math works for science and for engineering. So mm -hmm. we have a very, very strategic position in campus. Um, my favorite thing about studying mathematics is how much you can learn from people who have so much knowledge to share and they're always so helpful with all your questions, which are many, many in that building. Um, the building itself is right in front of a very special part of this uh, area and campus, which is the Huen Huen, or the Lake Lake, which is a super nice place during the spring. Uh, you see little ducks around and you get to have some lunch in the sunshine, which is a very special thing to do here at Lund. 
Uh, Audrey, have you been around that area? Yeah, every time I pass by, I see so many students studying in the sunshine, having lunch and everything. So it's really quite a special part of campus, especially for those studying science and engineering right there, kind of the heart of the center there. And there's quite a lot of traditions that go around the Huan Huan as well, right? Yes, a lot of those traditions are related to the engineering faculty departments. Uh, these are student organizations, they're called the guilds. So if you are from one of the engineering programs, you can join this group and they have very different activities exactly um, on how they develop all around that lake in particular. Uh, sometimes they build these rafts and they compete to see who gets to the little island first. So it's a very uh, entertaining thing to watch. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've uh, seen it quite a few times and it's always enjoyable to see a bunch of students trying to sink each other's rafts and seeing who makes it uh, to the end first. Uh, absolutely. And then really, I mean, to, to talk about the Faculty of Engineering in general, all of the main buildings for the most part, other than chemis chemistry, I guess we can also say is kind of shared by engineering and uh, science. But otherwise, most of the buildings are all surrounding the lake just there. So you have mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, every kind of engineering you could imagine. Um, and then also a little bit off to the side, though, quite a special building, uh, the IKDC. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Well, this building is a gem here. This is the state-of-the-art building named after the founder of IKEA, or IKEA. All the funds were donated from IKEA as well to build the building. So that's why we have IKDC, Ingvar Kampra Design Center. And that's where you'll find our architecture and our design students. Wonderful. Well, we're nearing the end of our journey around through the faculties now. So one last but certainly not least faculty to talk about being, of course, LUSM or the School of Economics and Management. So what is special about our business school? Well, this is the most northeastern faculty of all. So if you remember how Audrey was mentioning the C-shape of our campus. This is right on the edge at the end, but not less special from all. Um, this part of campus is very special. There are a lot of programs related to business and economics. And actually this business school is a triple crown that accredited, meaning that it's in the 1% in the world. That's fantastic. And then we also have, of course, our startup incubator, Ideon, is located just there. And so if you're a business student or even if you're not, you can actually uh, get help with starting a business, uh, have workshops and things about your business ideas, all kinds of things to take part in, even if you're not a business student there. Yeah, this particular part is very special because... It was developed during the 80s, and it was to mimic Silicon Valley ah, okay. right here in Lund. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. That makes even more sense. There's so many uh, also different companies and things that have sprung up around there. Just next to Udayan, we have our Medicon Village, which is essentially, yeah, like a little mini Silicon Valley of different tech companies and things. So a lot of places to engage, get internships. Even if you're not a business student, again, there's a lot of different companies to uh, make connections with there. Oh, wonderful. Well, we've kind of, uh, as we said, made our way through campus now. If you were to shoot straight back down to where we began, you would pass through one final, uh, very wonderful part of our campus, which is, of course, the Botanical Gardens. Uh, so perhaps we can say a little bit about the Botanical Gardens. Yes. To me, this is a very special place because whenever we realize it's spring, you get to walk and you get to see the flowers and Lund is coming back to life. Uh, 
it's been in the same place since the 17th century, right there. And on this area, you will be able to find over 7,000 different species from all around the world. There's also a huge greenhouse that you can go and see many of the microclimates as well. Wow. Very special, very special botanical gardens yeah. right here. And that, I mean, that's another place. Every time I walk by, students are really taking advantage of the sun and the flowers, studying, having fika, a picnic, really a wonderful place of campus. So, wow, great. Well, there you have it, folks. We've kind of made a little audio version of a walk through campus today. But uh, before we head out, I want to ask you, uh, Marie, what are your favorite parts of campus? Well, for sure, my favorite building would be the main white building. It was the first building that I ever saw at Lund University. And I remember during my arrival day, when I got here, I stand right in front of that building and I realized, oh, I'm here. It's so beautiful and it means so much, especially because most graduations would happen there. So you know that it, was, it would also be, um, part of your journey here at Lund at some point. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're giving uh, tours to visitors, what's something that usually surprises people about the campus when they're on an actual physical tour with you? There's two main things, how the city and campus evolve together. And the other part is the how the schedule for classes are related to the cathedral. People are always fascinated how history has influenced us up to this point that even your classes start 15 minutes past the hour because of the cathedral. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you can't even take a step anywhere around campus without it being very clear how important history is to our university. And I think it's so special that we have these really be beautiful old historic buildings, but inside everything is state of the art, up to date research facilities and classrooms and things. So you're really getting the best of both worlds there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, why do you think it's valuable for students to take a tour if they're able to actually make the trip to campus and see campus or actually even taking one of our virtual tours or watching one of our tour videos? Uh, why is it important to have an idea of the campus? I think it's very valuable if you're really considering becoming a student here. I didn't get a chance to have a tour before, so uh, when I got here, yeah, there's a lot to see, so I would definitely encourage that if you have the chance to see it beforehand, this is a very beautiful campus that would really encourage you to apply and to come here. And the second part would be, it would definitely help you with the locations. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Always around uh, August, we have lots of admitted students coming on tours to kind of get themselves oriented to campus, so that definitely makes sense. First, I want to thank you for listening and also thank you, Marie, for being here today. Uh, hopefully you've all learned a little bit more about our campus. And if you want to see some of the different locations that we've talked about today, of course, first of all, if you are traveling through Europe in spring or summer and you're able to actually stop by in person, we offer campus tours usually uh, a few times a month at least throughout uh, the March to September period. So you're always welcome to stop by and see our campus in person. But of course, if not, we know a lot of people are living very far away might not have the chance to fly and see us in person you can always take a look at our virtual tour which is available on our website where you can see more in depth in 360 a lot of the different locations we also have a few video tours around campus as well 
that you can watch to kind of get a better idea. Maybe you'll recognize some of the buildings that we've talked about today and be able to see them uh, physically. So hopefully that will be something that helps you as you are on your journey at perhaps becoming a future student at Lind. So if we don't see you on a tour, we hope to see you soon as one of our future students. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Lind University International Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about Lind University, you can go to our website, linduniversity.lu.se. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and X, and you can chat with current students on Unibuddy. Don't forget to subscribe, and we look forward to bringing you a new episode very soon.